welcome to Get Hired Cascade Talks, where you'll hear raw, uncut job search advice featuring job seekers and employers while answering questions about the job search. I'm your co-host, Max Chrisman. You know, you have to put in the work now. Networking, building brand isn't just something you do in between jobs or you know, when you're doing something else. If you put in the work now, the consistent effort, the consistent work, now you can re reap the long-term rewards of that in the event that something happens, downturn in the economy, you get laid off, the, the, the clinic closes, mm -hmm. insert reason X. We live in a volatile fallen world here. And so in order to set yourself up and you know if you're blessed to have a family to provide for them you need to put in the work now to build a brand sure. to build a network sure. to build value bring value first second third now and then if and when and i'm going to say when sure something happens because we live in a in, in volatile times yeah, quite absolutely. frankly you just never know you set yourself up to you, 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 you put yourself in a position to see success. Just because you sit and network your face off doesn't mean, oh, well, I got laid off and four hours later I get a job. <laughs> that never happens. And so, but, but my, my point is this, it gets, you, it, 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 it gets you into a space in which you can see success earlier rather than later um, in the event that something would happen, right? Good morning, everybody. Well, it's good morning for us. Not sure what it is with you guys. Uh, this is Get Hired Cascade Talks, and I'm your host, Max Chrisman. I'm sitting here today with Blake Teese. He is a uh, buddy of mine that I met a couple years ago. We run in the same industries and, and uh, super promoter here in the Northwest and wanted to talk to him a little bit about talent acquisition. Uh, first, I'll have him kind of talk about who he is and what he does. And uh, again, this is going to be raw and uncut. Welcome, Blake. Thanks for uh, being on the show. Yeah, pleasure to be here, Max, here at Gold Cup Coffee House in beautiful Vancouver, <laughs> Washington. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a, Blake and I uh, have had coffee in multiple places. This is a, was a first for both of us, so um, little, little shout out to Gold Cup. Uh, it's pretty delicious, so come check it out if you do have... Uh, um, yeah, if you're looking for a good cup of coffee, mine's been great. But Blake, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what, what you are, who you are. Yeah, so um, again, my name is Blake Teese, and I live here in Vancouver, Washington. I am the current director of talent acquisition for Prestige Care. We're headquartered here in the Couve. We own and operate over 80 assisted living and skilled nursing care centers up and down the West Coast, mainly in Oregon and Washington, but our footprint does extend down into California, Arizona, Nevada, we have one up in beautiful Anchorage, Alaska, and then on the east side of our portfolio over in Kalispell, Montana. But really and truly, we're, um, we're a family-owned and operated organization that has deep roots here in the Pacific Northwest and a pretty large geographic footprint. Outside, oh, so, go ahead. No, 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 no. That's, I was just going to say, um, some of the, just kind of getting into a few of the things that I want to talk about. Uh, in the healthcare space, and that's one thing when it comes to senior living, whether it's nursing care, um, anything else, 
Um, it's a really tough market. We've talked about that. It yeah. is trying to find talent. And then not only that, it's you just don't want to pick up a nurse or anybody off the street, right? You yeah. Know, like, they, like, what are some of the things that you are looking for when you see a nurse or you're going to the colleges or you're looking for new talent? What If you could pick your top three things that you are looking for, you teach your team, hey, if they've got X, Y, Z, you, we better we better give them a call. Got what, it. what are those traits? What are those three things that you're looking for automatically? Yeah, good question. Well, you know, first off, unemployment in the healthcare space in the uh, United States as we sit in early 2020 is 0.9%. So for those keeping track at home, <laughs> that's under 1%, which is absolutely bananas and it's unprecedented. Uh, for people like me who are talent acquisition and recruiting professionals, my job has statistically never been harder in this country ever. Um, so, back to your back to your question, it's it's very challenging finding and most importantly keeping high quality staff uh, and professionals right now. So, f- for your question, I'd say there's <laughs> there's so much opportunity out there right now. It's bananas, but. How we teach, coach, and guide our operators in over 80 locations to try and curtail people coming in and then rolling over. Number one, I look for I look for talent and individuals and professionals who bring a lot of energy and passion to the interaction because that's something you can't teach. You either have that or you don't. Uh, And I would argue that in an in an interview type situation. Most people don't bring that energy and juice. You got to realize when you are interviewing with somebody, that's really your value proposition to that potential employer. Are you going to be somebody who's going to bring a lot of energy and passion if you are hired? Are you going to be just kind of that stick in the mud? Nine times out of 10, people like me who hire people for a living want to see that energy and passion, number one. Number two, what I look for and what others look for at my company, what we teach on is to try and figure out if people are gritty and resilient. Because again, that goes back to uh, my comments uh, a little earlier and kind of what we were talking about off off microphone here, Max. If if you are gritty and resilient and you can fall down seven, get up eight, and build that grit in you when things go wrong, and they will because we live in a fallen world, um, you are more liable to see success. You aren't going to just fold, you are going to battle up and say, you know what, I've put in the work already. Now, um, you know what, I may have failed before, but I learned from it. Here's what I learned and here's how I'm going to take those learnings and moving forward. So grit and resiliency is a second thing that, that we look for. And I think number three, just overall passion for what you do. Maybe sure. it kind of dovetails back to number one, but that's again, something you can't teach yeah, is passion. Absolutely. So being able to portray that in all facets of your candidacy, you know, we were talking, we talk a lot about LinkedIn and personal brand and getting yourself out there, you know, showing the world that you are a passionate individual about whether it's the sales space or the senior care space, or I'm looking over at my shoulder here at Burgerville, if you're passionate about local business or hamburgers for crying out loud. The beautiful thing about social media and the internet is we have a medium to distribute our our ideas, our subject matter expertness into the ether. And by the way, it's free, which is super cool. So those are the things I look for. Awesome. No, thanks for that. You know, and and 
there's something to be said about you know what you're talking about and and uh, Blake is going to be teaching and uh, doing a speaking at SourceCon up in Seattle here in a month or so and talking about grit so if uh, if you don't have your tickets if you're in the TA space and uh, in the Northwest you should probably get your tickets and go see Blake up there at uh, SourceCon it's a great event um, lots of great information up there so the other thing I want to talk about is you know you look through those three things and, and yeah. those are awesome so if somebody's coming in how much is networking and creating your brand you mentioned that so I want to hit yeah. on that when and us in the TA um, world us in the hiring world we talk about networking we talk about social networking we talk about building your brand but what does that mean to you if, if it's somebody in nursing and that's the other thing that people talk about is how important is it to in in the in the healthcare field per se to go in there and build your brand and uh, what does that look like how does somebody in your industry build their brand and be out there yeah so I'm you know I'm gonna comment I'm going to answer this, I guess, just relative, not just healthcare, but just yeah, from absolutely. from any professional. And I think it just bleeds into, I guess the concepts bleed into all functional areas of, of the uh, working world. So how do you build it? So I would say, number one, build out a, a robust profile on the social media networks of your choice. Uh, if, you know, LinkedIn is actually really hot right now. You see more and more people on there, engaging on there. So building out a profile on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I would argue that you need to have a consistent brand and feel and uh, name and sure. handle on sure. those uh, social media platforms. And I think also, how do you build brand? It's just producing content, distributing content on those platforms. By the way, that's free. I mean, we're, we're talking <laughs> on a $15, $20 microphone. Yep. It's not like you have to have this huge studio setup. It's not like you have to have this $4,000 video camera or still camera. I mean, we're walking around with supercomputers in our pockets <laughs> anymore, which is absolutely insane. If you would have brought this technology Rewind this 15 years ago, people's mind would be blown. Yeah. I mean, we have mobile studios in our pockets. But back to your question, Max, about how to build brand, it's I think it's engaging. I think it's engaging people, you know, leaving a like and a comment on their post, you know, promoting or not really promoting, but inputting your two cents, your subject matter expertness into that interaction, bringing value first, second, and third, you know, saying, hey, I really like this about this post. How I use that in my practice is X, Y, Z, A, B, C. So I think it's action, yeah, um, yeah. not just sitting on the sidelines, but social media and social networking. Look at the first word there, social. Yeah. We're meant to be social. Human yeah. beings are social creatures. We're meant to be in community yeah, with one another. Absolutely. Another. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And it, when we talk about as as uh, if, if people follow Blake or I on any of the social media, the one thing that we are heavy on is LinkedIn. Uh, we, we definitely push LinkedIn. Uh, we share a lot of the same connections and share a lot of the same content. Uh, and the reason for that is also, you know, social awareness is, is, is big. So one of those things that I wanted to talk to Blake about and uh, another industry expert when it comes to LinkedIn and promoting on LinkedIn, how important is it? Uh, and we will guide that towards the healthcare field in the healthcare sector. Sure. So how, if, if I'm a nurse and my unemployment is, as you said, uh, 0.9%, which is very much like a tech field, very, very... And, and by uh, the way, that's healthcare. I would yeah. say for nursing, it's probably even lower. So yeah, so I mean, it is 
crazy, crazy good market if you are in the healthcare profession. 100%. So, with that said, and we brought this up earlier, you know, we that's how the market is right now, currently today. Yeah. That doesn't mean that that market is going to be the same tomorrow. Sure. And you, you never know what can happen. The market, you just, you just don't know. So, what should people be doing in a market that is so good right now? What should people be doing right now to prepare for... A not so good market. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, you have to put in the work now. Networking, building brand isn't just something you do in between jobs or, you know, when you're doing something else. If you put in the work now, the consistent effort, the consistent work, now you can re reap the long term rewards of that in the event that something happens downturn in the economy you get laid off the 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 clinic closes mm -hmm. insert reason x we live in a volatile fallen world here and so in order to set yourself up and you know if you're blessed to have a family to provide for them you need to put in the work now to build a brand sure. to build a network sure. to build value bring value first second third now and then if and when and i'm going to say when Sure. Something happens because we live in a, in, in volatile times. Yeah, quite frankly, you just never know. You set yourself up to you 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 put yourself in a position to see success. Just because you sit and network your face off doesn't mean oh well I got laid off and four hours later I get a job. <laughs> that never happens. And so, but but my my point is this: it gets you it 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 gets you into a space in which you can see success earlier rather than later sure. um, in the event that something would happen, right? Sure. And so one of those questions is, and I get it, and I'm sure you get it, and, and um, it comes to be common knowledge, I guess, in the talent acquisition field is we just kind of, we've been doing it for years and we kind of get how you start doing it, how you do that. Um, if somebody were to tackle, because it's a big topic, it's a LinkedIn, when you get down to it, you've looked at LinkedIn, you utilize all the different features and all the things, so do I. And, and the biggest question that I get when talking about LinkedIn, and let's face it, that is where 90% of all the networking, all, everything really happens, making those connections and then taking beyond that. If somebody were to look at um, LinkedIn and then taking that beyond to the connections of the people that we met, yeah. and just a side story, I met LinkedIn, or I met LinkedIn, <laughs> I met Blake <laughs> through LinkedIn. This is raw. Yeah, this is raw. You know, this isn't going to be cut out of there. It's 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 here um, for the world to hear. So I reached out to Blake through LinkedIn because I saw how much of an impact he was making. I saw the post that he was doing, and he was engaging, and all those things. And so I reached out to him a couple years ago now, and uh, created this relationship. Went out had coffee. Um, so what would you you know that happens, and it's just natural for people in our field to do that. Sure. So how would somebody, how would you suggest kind of getting over that fear because it's a scary thing to sit there and reach out to a stranger. What are some suggestions you have for people to mm. go out there and, and you know start utilizing and help them kind of get over their fear yeah. of, of reaching out to a complete stranger? Yeah, that and, that, and that's tough. That's just humanism <laughs> 101, right? It's like yeah. going into the unknown and, and uh, going beyond uh, out out uh, past that branch. That's where the good stuff is. That's where we grow. Exactly. I mean, we're called to grow. And uh, so, to answer your question, that that's tough. And I think that's where this topic of grit <laughs> comes back. Sure. Be willing to go into the unknown to grow. So, to answer your question, Max, I you know I I would say 
being humble when reaching out to somebody sure. and saying, hey, you know what? You don't know me, but I've seen what you've done and I love what you're doing. Sure. I think it's super rad. I think it's really cool. I get a lot of value out of it. Can I buy you a $3 cup of coffee yeah. and you have 15 minutes of your time? Cause you sound really stinking interesting to me. Sure. No, that's, that's, and, and that's exactly it. So I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so just some closing thoughts and uh, wanted to uh, ask you, what is your favorite thing? Bring this to a, a fun, fun question to finish sure. it off. Um, you've been in TA for the last 10 years or so. Tell me why you got into it. What is so a long fun? Time. What, what keeps you? What keeps you getting up and saying, you know what? I'm going to continue this job in the talent acquisition space. What? What's if you could pick the one thing? If you wake up, roll out of bed, so this is why I'm going to work today. What is that? Yeah, it's impact, Max. It really is. Okay. I love being able to, and maybe this is a function of the space that I'm in in talent acquisition and recruiting, being in that space in healthcare. I love the fact, and I said this in multiple interviews that I had yesterday, I love the fact that when I go home every day and I went to the wall every day, which mm -hmm. I do, I know that that effort was for a reason. It's because sure. I'm trying to hire and retain the highest quality people to love and serve our patients. We call them residents sure. at Prestige Care. But for me, what keeps me going is, well, first off, it's the fire inside that no one can can put out yep, yep. first off and either you either have that or you don't in my opinion but number two it's the impact I know that every day I'm making an impact and I'm making a difference in somebody's life while I'm not caring for somebody in their time of need I'm hiring high impact leaders coaching guiding teaching them on how they too can hire people at their individual sure. care center or community so it's really the impact and number three for me in my role, I'm really blessed to serve in a head of talent acquisition recruiting role for an awesome family-owned mid-cap company, 5,000 employees, yep. 80 plus locations. I mean, we have some pretty decent scale, all things considered. Sure. So for me, it's the impact that I have on my business. Yep. I love the fact, here's, here's a great example. Um, you know, we're looking for a, a, a CIO yep. at Prestige Care right now. We've made the decision not to outsource that recruitment to uh, a third-party vendor. Most companies do that. Yeah. By doing that in-house and having the company trust me to go out and get that individual, I'm saving my company thousands upon thousands upon thousands oh, yeah. of dollars. Tons, tons. And so for me, that's impact. Like yeah. I'm able to directly impact the bottom line. So it's, I guess for me, I know that's a roundabout answer <laughs> no, to say so, it's no, impact. impact. I love the impact I'm making not only on my colleagues that I collaborate with, but everybody out uh, at our over 80 locations. Awesome. Well, Blake, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, as, as I always say on this, you know, we are run and cut. They're, we're not scripted. We just talk, you know, talk truth and try to get it out there. Um, so thanks for listening and uh, uh, sh share us with your friends. And uh, again, thank yeah. you, Blake, for coming and uh, hope to see you on the show again. Yeah, definitely connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and uh, Twitter and Instagram at Blake in the PNW as well. You can follow what I'm uh, you, doing there. And, and follow his hashtag, hashtag BlakeBites. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, talk to you later. Thanks again to our sponsor, Presso Coffee, here in Vancouver, Washington, and Portland, Oregon. Uh, two locations. Thanks for them for sponsoring our podcast. 
and please leave comments below uh, like share subscribe and we will have another episode out shortly thanks so much again this is max chrisman uh, with get hired cascade talks